Hello? Who is this? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stay on the Line, a horror genre podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Card, and every Thursday we talk about something horror genre related. Wow, that was the smoothest I've ever done that intro. Baby, we're back with another review of Shudder exclusive. Shout out to Shudder. Shudder, please sponsor, please sponsor the podcast. Please sponsor the podcast. You can hear someone giggling. That is author of two books and a short story. She is Envy with Green. Please welcome back to the podcast, <laughs> Kelly Green. Hi. We had a, a thrilling day today. We did. <laughs> thrilling for like <laughs> middle aged, you know, people probably. We went to the bookstore. Spontaneously. Spontaneously because we were hungry and I was like, I saw this thing that was like, buy one, get one 50% off, which I don't even think. I don't, I don't think, think I got, actually got anything. I don't think I got anything off. But the book was there on the 50% off. Hardbacks, but Hardbacks. then the, the, they had paperbacks under the signs that said fifty percent. Yeah, shout out to Barnes and Noble. Your app is broken, by the way. I don't know if you know. Like, yeah. you have two ratings on the App Store because <laughs> your app just doesn't work. I, I tried opening up the app and it was like no. But we got we got books. Oh wait, okay, we got matching books. Oh yeah, we did. Okay, get get. We're doing a book haul right now. Oh, oh my god, live live on the pod. Oh, oh my god, ASMR. Kelly, what this book is so, the essential essential horror movies, essential horror movies, and it's like a a big hardback book mm-hmm. that talks about like movies from silent film all the way up until like twenty twelve. Which yes. I was when I was looking at this book. This is first of all, this is by Michael Michael Mallory and Bo Arts. Uh, this is a Bow Arts edition. edition. Okay, I don't know if Mr. Michael has a, a sequel. But I think there, this, if I were to write something like this, I would add probably a few more things in there and uh, definitely more harder, harder, more modern movies. Um, oh, and we also, well, I, I got the Joe Hill book, which is The Black Phone, which is in movies now. Haven't seen the movie yet. I would actually love to read the book first before I go to the movies. Hmm. Have you seen trailers for this? I have actually not seen trailers. I've just heard people talk about it. Yeah, it has uh, Ethan Hawke, I think is his oh. name, who is Uma Thurman's husband. Oh. And his daughter is in Stranger Things. Oh, wait. Maya, Maya Hawke. Oh, oh, okay. You watch Stranger Things? Uh, I've seen one season. Five. I've only seen the first yeah. season. But, so I actually tend to do it differently. I like... If I can, obviously you can't always do it, but I watch the movie first, then I read the book. That way when I read the book, I'm excited that I'm seeing things I didn't know rather than watching the movie. And you miss some things. things. Okay. I'm the opposite. I think if I, if I see the movie first, I'm not going to want to watch the book. Yeah. I I don't (laughs) want to watch watch the book. book. This book sucks. (laughs) Okay. The other book, however, that we did get, me and Kelly did get the same one. Kelly also got Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer. I've read that book multiple times. No, I haven't. I've read that book once and I really love it. And I gifted it to like five different people. Now it has been. Yeah, now you got it. I give. <laughs> I given it to my friend, my mom, mm-hmm. my one of my best friends, Maggie's her brother. For some reason, I've only met him once or twice, and I, I was like, like "Hey, check out this book. book." Yeah, it was really good. I gifted it to I think my friend Amira and 
I didn't really gift it to you, but you know, I you peer pressured it. you into getting it. It's yeah. it was made into a movie with Natalie Portman. Really Ooh. good movie too. Well, yeah. The next book that we got now we're just doing like what people do in the, the beginning of podcasts. We're like doing like a little book club. We got Final Girls by Riley Sager, maybe or Sager. This was a New York Times bestselling author of Survive the Night. Oh shit! We're we supposed to watch another uh, read another. One. Is, that, is this is that a how sequel? The girl didn't survive. Oh no. That's okay. If it. Oh, Stephen King liked it. Wow. If you like Gone oh, Girl, no. you'll like this. Oh wow. Oh, Joe Hill is Stephen King's uh, son. Gone so girl movie thoroughly pissed me off. So oh no, I love the movie. I hate men. Final Girls. We're gonna read that and we're gonna review it. Uh, we're going to do a book review on the podcast. But yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, Kelly, we went to the bookstore. Yes, and then we went to Walmart. Yeah. And then we watched this movie, which is... Yeah, <laughs> this movie is Color Out of Space. Yeah, obviously it was made in 2019, but I believe it came out in 2020. It's a Shutter exclusive. And it is directed by... It's originally an H.P. Lovecraft story. H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, take Lovecraft? him. Lovecraft. There's no art? Oh my gosh, I've been saying that wrong my whole life. Well, he was racist, so it doesn't matter. Okay. So it's based on a short story that he wrote called Color Out of Space. Shocker, who would have thought? Oh, sorry, Color with a U. This movie title, Color, does not have a U. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. And it was also written by Scarlett Amaris and Richard Stanley, who also directed the movie. And this stars Nicolas Cage as Nathan, Jolie Richardson. Yeah, we have Jolie Richardson playing Teresa. We have Madeline Arthur playing... What's her fucking... I wrote lasagna my whole notes. (laughs) And then just started putting LAV when things got serious. We also have Elliot Knight playing Ward Phillips, which he's he's hot. He's so hot. Yeah. And then we have... uh, You said Tommy Chong playing Ezra. And then Brenda Mayer playing Benny, the the older son. And then we have uh, Julian Hiller playing Jack... Who is also one of uh, the Scarlet Witch's sons. Kelly, give us a non-spoiler synopsis of the movie. Okay, how do I describe this movie? So, this movie is about a family who lives kind of in the sticks, like out in the woods, basically, in a secluded area, except for this one dude that lives on their property named Ezra. Um, anyway, but... They... Not Miller, not Miller. <laughs> no. Do you know who that is? No. Oh. Uh-oh. It's best to not know who that is. Oh. How do you not know who this strange white person is? You know me. So this family who is not in contact with Ezra Miller, but another dude named Ezra. Anyway, um, what? Oh, so they are... What, synopsis of the movie, Kelly. Come on. Non-spoiler. Right. So basically, it's so hard not to spoil it because what? But okay, so a meteor, I can say that, a meteorite lands in their property and it starts causing a bunch of chaos and there's a surveyor around trying to test the water and things get wacky like a water surveyor not someone that's like hey can we talk to you about um like your rights he's a hydrologist yeah that's a big word for elmo um so yeah we're about to spoil the fuck out of this movie so if you have not watched it head over to shutter right now where you can subscribe for i believe 4.99 or 5.99 i think it's 5.99 a month and you can find all your horror movies there. Shudder. I just gave you a free shout out. So, bitch. That was so kind of them. I, I'm, I'm basically Jesus. <laughs> Kelly, I don't know how we should delve into this movie. It does start off with some beautiful shots. Yes. And it seems when 
It seems whimsical. whimsical. Like, we see that this little girl, little girl, she's so, probably... Wait, how old is she? We need to find oh, that out, right? Let's look that up. Like, we need to find that right the fuck now. But just understand that when we saw her from the aerial view, I thought she was... I, I thought it was She's my age. 97. Oh. Well, at the time of this movie. I mean, she was still an adult. Yeah, she was an adult. But she seems like she's supposed to be playing someone younger. I thought she was a child from the aerial view. Like, I was like, oh, it's a little kid playing in the woods. Then we got closer, and I was like, oh, it's a woman. And when I say woman, I was thinking, like... Like, grown like woman. Grown, like, grown, probably, grown. like, 30s. Like yeah, sure. Like, 30. And then yeah, You don't become into- a woman until you're 40, <laughs> apparently, according to Kelly. I meant, like, an older woman, though. And then we get in her face, and I'm like, oh, she's, like, 20. But her character feels like they're supposed to be closer to 16, 17. But, so I'm guessing she's somewhere between 17 and 20 in the movie. In real life, she's what? So she would be 20. That would have made her 20 what? I don't do math. Then after we see the girl, basically we get in on her, closer up to her. And she's performing some sort of ritual. She's got rocks in a circle. It's very much, um, I just bought this book at Books A Million. Mm-hmm. And it told me about witchcraft. So I'm going to do it now. So she's I'm got like, she's try. in a, a rock circle with a white horse in the background. And I was like, and she's wearing kind of like period Pink. clothing. Like it yeah. looks like it's older clothing. So I was like, what movie like time period is this in? I was like, is this like a <laughs> flashback? But then we see Ward walk up and he's wearing like normal normal clothes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I did put that the, the horse itself looked very majestic. Yeah. Okay. Good good notes, Kelly. <laughs> uh, th- this is when they, they have, like, a little thing where they're talking about, like, who are you, where are you, this is trespassing, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really fucking matter. This movie is all over the place. It's going to be kind of hard to talk about because it kind of repeats a lot of things that are going on. I even, at one point, said, where are they? Because when... What is her name? Lavinia. Lavinia. Lavinia comes to her home, and it looks like a old castle type of home. Like there's lights everywhere, and it's playing whimsical music. And I said, "Bitch, are they in Narnia? Like, what (laughs) is this? Like the music for this movie? I will say, you can have your opinions about the movie. Pretty good music. I didn't know where it was going with this movie at all. The horse's name is Comet. That's uh, what I wrote down. And then um, the parents act weird. And Nick. Is like he seems very uninterested in whatever she's doing, but also like very concerned. The daughter and the daughter. He's, he's uninterested in what the daughter's doing and tells her to go in and check on her mom. Which that seems to be a common theme. They're like, go check on your mother. Go check on your mother. We do find out that the mom had cancer a while ago, but no, I- no, no, no. We we find out, we find out that the mother has cancer when she finishes her ritual, and she was like, "Oh yeah, take the cancer from my mother." And like it wasn't just like take the cancer out and you're like oh is she talking about her her mom or herself or somebody her dad Mm -hmm. and she immediately after goes for out of my mom yeah it's very much like if you're if you're not paying attention (laughs) and you hear that part you will understand what's going on mom had cancer yeah so but they don't it doesn't i don't think she currently has it no i think she does oh well, is take, it, well, she says take out the cancer. She says take, but the way they act... Okay, well, she's already had an operation. She just yeah, she's obviously cancer. had... You can still have cancer after an operation, Kelly. Oh, no. Did you not know I that? I honestly didn't know. I mean, I thought either you... Some people, when they get, like, a, a, like a cyst remove, uh-huh. and if it's, um, like, cancerous and it's already spread, then it's like... Oh, so she got cancer all through her body. It de- it depends on what the cancer is. Okay. Well, at some point, she had it in her breast, and those have been removed. So, they go to eat dinner, and she's upstairs working, the mother is. What does she do? Does she I do? don't know. Oh, it needs the computer, though, whatever it is. 
It needs internet service, which they have really bad internet service. Because they live in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And she's very upset about how bad the internet is, but no one's really doing anything about it. The dad makes some weird French dinner that nobody wants. Yeah, they're like, did mom cook? And it's just garbage fucking food. They're asking for, like, fast food. And they're like, these dang kids always want fast food. So I'm like, what is the... What what is the narrative we're going with this story? Which I'm assuming I made it as a joke at the end, but I think this movie is supposed to be about generational trauma. trauma. You know what? I think so <laughs> I think too. It is. That makes a lot of sense. After dinner, um, they kind of start getting cozy on the porch. The parents, and that's when you. Oh, kinda, bitch! They're like, mm. yeah, fuck me, I'm horny. <laughs> But that's when you find out that the wife has had her, like, um, has had a mastectomy because she's just like, how can you even look at me anymore? It's, like, super sad. But he's like, oh, I love you. Anyway, he takes his glasses off and he's like, you look even better. And she's like, that's because you don't. No, no. You're Did I skip something? You're, you're, no. Oh. He says, like, I always love you. And then, like, five minutes later... He's, like, in bed with her, and then it's like, I've always loved you. I was like, they just <laughs> paused there, and we're like, let's finish this conversation later. Yeah. You have to, like, hush and then get back to it when you get to another place where the audience can see. Other than that, it's just really dumb dialogue from everyone. Like, it's just nothing, nothing really makes... Well, I did put that, um... <laughs> Sorry, but I did put that in the older son's room when we flashed by him and he's just doing whatever on the computer. He has the words, no flesh shall be spared on his wall. And that feels foresighty. Foreshadowing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, foresight. No, anyway. Foreshadow. Okay. okay. So uh, it's nighttime. Um, a meteor hits and the parents were having sex. The kids are weird. The the son was like drawing at the computer. The daughter is just being angsty in bed, and then the the youngest kid is just screaming. Yeah, he's in the hallway. They got lamp. They they, they got oh, not llamas. They got they got alpacas for some reason because the next day when Ward comes back to talk with them, the police come. Mm-hmm. Ward shows up. The mayor who doesn't give a fuck about anything shows up. Whatever. They eventually leave, they, at, but Ward is matter. still there, and he's like, "Let's go milk the alpacas." You know, I did. We had a weird conversation about the alpacas where she was like, why do we even have alpacas? And then he wore <gasps> them that. Oh, yeah. Like, and it was like a big fighting moment. And it yeah. was just like, oh. Yeah. Like, why do we even, you know, it's like basically like saying like, you're not even my real dad. Like, it was like, <laughs> that's how the line was read. It was like, right? why do we even have alpacas? And everyone's like swallowing hard. And- like, Clutching their pearls. Why would she say that? Yeah. And then he says alpacas are for the future. But they don't. You would think that the alpacas would then have some starring role later. They They do. They have acting creds. The alpacas in the credits have acting creds. And the dog and the horse. Yeah. But, okay, so moving on, Ward is checking out the meteor, and the dad, he keeps getting upset about how the meteor smells. Yeah, which doesn't even come back in the end to mean anything. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't come back. He he smells it everywhere. I think he just... Has sensory... What is the word? Sensory overload? Overload. Where he can probably smell it, but, like, it doesn't really come back. Maybe I need a... He does yell at his wife at one point when she's cuddling with the son, and this is, like, before... After she cut her 
This is after like some things have happened. And he's like, and what is that damn smell? And she's like, no one smells anything. And he's like, it's been here forever. And then they start yelling at each other. After the milking, because they, what he says, uh, you need to be gentle with their boobs as he's milking an alpaca. And then um, he offers Ward some of the milk right away, which I'm like, I don't think you can just drink straight. It's not, past- it's not you have to like pasteurize. You're like, it. oh, also, can we go back to no. me? Okay. So we're moving <laughs> right on along. Benny, who's one of the other kids, yeah. he takes Ezra to, or no, he takes Ward to see Ezra mm-hmm. to talk about the water there because he, oh my God, they all have fucking different names and I don't remember them. Ward is like, obviously there's probably a water problem here and he notices that with Ezra's drink that he makes. Yeah, out. he makes, he just pours some water and it's super brown and he's like, that's gross, dude. And he's like, yeah, it's just how it goes here. So they've just been drinking this brown water for... Oh, I thought he, like, mixed it in with something. I wasn't sure. I was bubbling, so maybe. But Tom, uh, he's a freaky dude in the woods, and he basically says that weird stuff's going on, but... Oh, he knew him before he came in here. He's like, they told me. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I forgot. Oh. Kelly, were you taking loans? Or I were you was. just staring at the fucking pink color? No, I t- <laughs> It's so beautiful. Pretty. No. Okay, so that makes a lot of sense now. We fast forward and it's raining and Lavinia is taken aback by the rain. She's outside like bathing in it basically and saying how pretty it is. And the dad comes out and is like, get in the house, you weirdo. You know, um, and then they have dinner. Like she's literally just standing in the rain. Yeah. But most importantly, you forgot a key person in this movie no you forgot about g-spot the cat oh g-spot the cat they're like his name is g-spot because he's a pussy pussy. that's all we need to know okay but so they go back in the house oh no no you 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 also forgot like the meteorite is just getting constantly struck by lightning oh yeah and they're like it's it's just it keeps getting struck by lightning and then that's that and they go inside yeah yeah and she's like it's drawing in the lightning it's so pretty it was pretty it is admittedly pretty so weird stuff happens all through the night you see the lights while they're sleeping ward he is like researching and then he hears noise outside just set out camp like somewhere Mm -hmm. yeah just in the woods and he hears a noise outside he stands in front of his Jeep, which is turned on by itself. It's like revving. Yeah, it's revving, and that seemed like a dumb idea. But he doesn't get hit by the car, so it's okay. And Honestly, it's, it's a slow burn. Like, nothing is happening. We see, like, dumb scenes, like a cellar scene a little bit later, and it doesn't really mean anything until the end, which I guess they just had to show Nicolas Cage going in a cellar to but be like, there's it. a cellar in here. Yeah. But that's a lot of a majority of this movie. I don't think anything really happens that's impactful. Until we see, like, the cat later mm-hmm. on. I can't think of anything okay. else in between. I'm, yeah. I'm... I did want to say that the dad is really weird about the surgery his wife had. And he told the mayor that they had just had sex for the first time after her surgery. And I don't know why he would tell anybody that. Anyway. Oh, but... yeah, yeah. When Before he gets interviewed. Yeah. When the mayor initially comes. He was like, yeah, me and my wife, we were busy fucking, basically, is what he said. <laughs> it's like, dude, shut up. There's new flowers in the fields. They're pink. And they're appearing random places. And then there's, like, a weird freaky bug that Jack sees. That yeah, Jack is also just, like, whistling to the well. Mm-hmm. There's a well that they have. We also see that's where that bug comes from. It looks like something hatches and comes from the well. Uh, yeah. 
And then they go have dinner or breakfast. I don't know. Yeah, it was dinner. This is the morning of. But yeah. last night is when the mom is cutting vegetables and just straight up cuts off two of her fingers. Doesn't even notice. She's still cutting And away. she's still, ch- like, chopping. She's like, hey, dinner's... Like, dinner's ready. And she's just got... like, And we see, yeah. like, up close. Yeah, up, I thought she was going to turn around and stab the kid. I did, too. But nope, she just cut her fingers off and, like, pointed them at him and was like, you want some food? They take her to the emergency room. Then... They... Oh, sorry. Nick, uh, Nicholas Cage Nicholas takes Cage her, and they leave her. the children there. And then the daughter is throwing up all over the place. And she's seeing things. She's seeing things. And then what's his name? Benny takes the alpacas to the farm twice, and they're still not in the farm. Like he, yeah, he like it. takes it out to the field. Like he's like in the field for a while. We don't see Benny. For, like, what seems to be, like, 30 minutes in this film. And then we're like, oh, hey, he's back. And he's like, I lost track of time. Mm -hmm. And so all of that happens. And Jack says there's a man in the well talking to him. And then when... It's the high-pitched whistling that we hear throughout the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And then... And Ward comes to tell them about the water. They could care less because Benny's lost. Jack's talking to a man in the well and and she's puking her guts out. Yeah, she looks really bad, but he he did a pH test and it came out red to purple, which is really fucking bad if you do a pH test and your water comes out that color. Yeah. So he went to go warn Ezra and Ezra's talking about people talking to him under the floors and um so Ward's, that the cat has changed. He yeah, is like cat changed. You won't. Uh, G Spot isn't here, but when you see him, he'll be a little bit different. Yep. Which we see him, the cat later on in the night. He a little different. The, the other two are coming home now. Finally, their characters are just so weird. Like, it's really hard to explain what's happening. Like it seems like so far, us talking has just been random fucking gobbledygook. Yeah, everything is just everything. I say that the parents come home and just bitch out the kids. Like they don't listen to them. The kids are trying to tell them, "Hey, Jack has put the alpacas up three times, and it's I don't know what's happening." But they're just like, "You are responsible." Not Jack, uh, Benny. You're responsible. You guys don't do anything right blah 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 oh yeah when the parents get home yeah they're just yelling at the kids and then they're like no things are going weird and they just don't care like and the parents have become like more aggressive it seems and that's not what was really it wasn't coming off like that in the beginning of the movie so i was like wait where is this coming from i was like is this this pink light that's emitting from this meteorite i don't understand Mm, the dad goes to the shed at one point where the alpacas are. I don't think he actually goes in. He's like looking for Sam the dog. And Benny goes, should we warn him? And I was like, what? <laughs> warn him from what? You guys haven't said anything. I guess warn him about the loss of time. Like Benny was already trying to explain that he doesn't understand how he got lost. But and- he also says like, they must have got him to to their dad. Like, oh, they must the have got him. Like the things must have gotten to the dog. And I was like, that's still... Y'all aren't explaining. Like, y'all are still here every single day. They're like, Mm -hmm. we need to leave. We're leaving tonight. Every single day they say that, and they don't fucking leave. Do you think that's a part of the time loss? No, I think they're just (laughs) stupid as fuck. I think they're just fucking stupid. I'm trying to give them an excuse, but you're No, but they know different days have happened. So then, um, but the parents in horror movies are always the worst. While they're still outside, the dad, because he can't find the dog... He goes back to the daughter and talks like this. He talks like Donald Trump. He does that multiple times in this movie, and I don't understand. I was like, was your grand... Because he's, like, mimicking his grand... Or his father, their grandfather, his dad. 
and he's mimicking him. I was like, was your dad fucking Donald Trump? I was like, why are you talking like this? Like, the whole fucking movie, he does shit like that. And he's just going off on his daughter. He's like, oh, you whiny little fucking bitch. I hate you. You miserable little bitch. Like, he's speaking like like Donald it's Trump. It's weird. I put Nick Cage as Nick Caging, so... Oh, down. Um, he, that's probably why they, they booked him for this. Know. So the, all that stuff happens, and then Jack and Benny go out to the uh, area to check the alpacas. And then the alpacas are mutating. There's also like a whole point where... Oh, never mind. It's yeah, because it's... The pacing of this movie is really bad. It's morning and nighttime, morning and nighttime, morning and nighttime. Like, there's so many days. Mm-hmm. And there's one point where... That, it's visibly, like, things are just obviously more pink. And he... Nicholas Cage, he's, like, picking tomatoes that look fucking oh, huge. Yeah. And he goes into the house and he's washing them mm-hmm. and then the wife comes down because she's complaining about the wi-fi there's like a, a bunch of static shit happening with the, all the technology and she's complaining and then he just starts taking bites out of the tomatoes like every single to one and like throwing them away and he's like it always tastes <laughs> like shit you're <laughs> shit and they're both like yelling at each other and then he eventually is just like he, she's like fix the fucking dish and, he, and he's like yeah, I think there's something wrong. I'll yeah, know. he goes through... No, the tirade is huge. That's when I wrote Nick Cage's Nick Caging because he is, like, throwing stuff and he's like, I don't care anymore. Take that. Like, it's it's full throttle way too much. And she's just like, fix it! I what? hated it. Yeah, I don't like... <laughs> <laughs> this movie stresses me the fuck out. But now it is nighttime. So okay. when Benny and Jack, the two boys... They're going out. They're just standing outside. They literally are just standing outside, standing. They're like, they're just, it's, they're standing, queen. Um, they're just like looking at the well. They're like, and everything is like the grass is pink. And mm-hmm. they're like, they're like, it's so beautiful. Meanwhile. Oh, Lavinia. Lav- Lavin- Lavinia is, <laughs> she's carving into her, her hands, into her chest, into her forehead Mm -hmm. something from the necronomicon which i'm like bitch what the fuck (laughs) she's like and this is gonna save me from this like she's doing all this crazy shit literally nothing lavinia does matters no i think she causes everything maybe i think she causes everything and um while she's doing that that's when they go to the shed to check out what's happening with the mm-hmm. alpacas, and they have all fused. Yes, everything's fused together. And Lavinia asks, do you believe us now? And he still refuses to apologize, even though they're No, alpacas. no, he does that after oh, the, what oh, just happened. So oh. explain what happened. Okay, so when they see that, everyone's screaming, Jack is outside looking at pink shit. Again, the mom is like, Jack, are you okay? So she comes to rescue Jack. They hug. They embrace. The lights come out full throttle. From from the alpaca. So this whole thing is like there's this pink light everywhere. We can physically see this energy coming out. And it just takes over them. It like zaps them like it's lightning. And they don't show us, the peep, the viewers, what's happened yet. But we have a pretty good idea. At least... I mean, I didn't want to think it was going to happen. But I thought it was... I thought it happened. Like, they're staring at them in complete disgust. And then Lavinia is like, do you believe me now, Dad? And he's like, I don't know what to believe. So it it pissed me off because he refused to apologize even then. Like a true horror parent. Well, anyway. We get the reveal when... They 
bring him in the they, house. They bring him in the house, and Lavinia hasn't seen anything. She's still walking around covered in fucking blood, because she mm-hmm. just cut her fucking self up. Oh, I'm sorry, so it wasn't Vinny, it was Benny. It was Benny that. No, she cool. says that. It's just after when she sees the mom. She's oh. like, do you believe me now? Oh, okay. We are going to go to an ad break. So when we come back, we're going to be talking more about... What is this movie the called? Color of the Swind. Color, uh, <laughs> color Out of Space. We're going to be talking color more about space. Color Out of Space. I cannot remember that title. Have you ever wanted to support the continuation of Stay on the Line, but you don't know how? Well, here's how. On Patreon.com, you can support the Stay on the Line podcast for just $1. Each tier has their separate benefits. Some include early access to episodes, video additions to the podcast, commentary tracks, and much more. Not convinced yet? I'll show you how to even sew a little on the Patreon. Yeah, you too could be a fashion girl up in this bitch. So, if you would like to support, head over to Patreon.com forward slash stay on the line and you can start supporting the podcast and its continuation today welcome back to stay on the line we are talking about the color out of space and it's pretty gnarly it's i think i I think i specifically said this shit is gnarly it is gnarly it's Grotesque. It's a lot. Do, do do not eat raspberry pie eat. or cherry pie while eating this movie. You said I'm not even gagging because of that. You're, you're gagging because it was raspberry pie. Yeah. <laughs> and Pepto Bismol probably wouldn't make you feel better either. We finally get a shot of the mother and Jack who have fused like back to back, and they are just like in pain. They're not saying anything. They I don't. It looks disgusting. I, I was tell, I was telling Kelly I was like I'm glad I wasn't eating yeah. during this because I would have lost my appetite because it was fucking disgusting. The special effects are really good, but it's so horrific. It's something Ugh. straight out of like The Fly if they like transfer yeah. together. Their skin isn't skin anymore. They have like bumps, sores. Ooh. Like we did forget to mention, it's not important. We don't really go over it, but the dad has got some sores on his arm. Well, whatever. It does matter. Arm. Yeah, he's he's been like scratching his arms yeah. a lot because he has. His skin looks like it's turning pink, right. basically. But they are like that all over. They take Mom and Jack upstairs, the fused body. Mm-hmm. She's also being burned by the light, which doesn't yeah. get explained no. later because nothing else is being burned by the light. Huh. Yeah. The dad leaves them upstairs and loads a gun because he says, you're not going to hurt my family. And I wasn't sure who he was talking about, like just the pink entity, but like, how do you shoot that? But he chose to go shoot the alpacas. Yeah, it's very gory, very graphic. Kelly cannot tell you what happened because Kelly was not looking at the TV. Not at all. Kelly specifically was like, I don't want to watch anything gory. And I was like, I don't know anything about this movie, so let's watch it. (laughs) No, it's pretty fucking gruesome. It's like the scene from The Thing, the first remake. It's very much like that scene when they're shooting the dogs that are all mushed together. But this time it's alpacas and he's just blowing all their heads off. The the special effects is good, but it's it's so (laughs) vile to look at. It was gross. And then he tried to go shoot the the fusion of his son and wife, but he couldn't do it. And then you see Ward back in town trying to tell... Well, try, wanting to talk to somebody about the water, but you can hear the mayor in the background going, "I don't give a fuck about it." Yeah, it's so like somebody else. I yeah, I don't care. 
So she's very much a mayor in a scary movie. So that's, it's nothing. We we literally just say what. But we don't, I, I guess, well, they said like, obviously she wants to sell something on that land because mm-hmm. they mentioned earlier, it's like, well, you should have sold your house to me when you had the chance. She says that to them earlier in the movie. Well, so I, I, I think it's because they build a dam there. We see that at the end of the movie. He specifically says, Ward specifically says, your area is now a, like a dam. So so then they, the, the sheriff and the deputy, I guess, want to show Ward something they found um, in the woods oh. near the house. And they open it and it looks like the fused, the fusions we've been seeing already. It's all gross and icky and pink. And it's like goofy. birds, uh, fucking G-spots G in there because we yep. see the collar of G-spot and Ward notices that. It's like deer and all this shit. It's just a big... It's like The Blob. It's like the movie The Blob without it actually being alive. It's yep. just like as if it assimilated with everything and just like stopped midway. It's nasty. Then they're like, we gotta go see what's going on at the house. So they rush to the house. The, the sheriff and ward. Sheriff and ward, yeah. So they left the deputy back there, I guess. Meanwhile, the dad, what's up? We have forgot one of the grossest parts, which is when he decides not to kill his uh, mom. I wanted to forget. Well, right, when he decides not to kill the mother and Jack, he decides to kiss the mother on the lips. And it's just, you see like the goo from her lips and he keeps kissing her. And she obviously doesn't know what's happening. She's just like, and and Jack's on the back. Like, no one has met. Everyone's like, love you, mom. Love you. You're the best queen. And no one has said anything to Jack. That's true. They even give her something to drink. No one's giving Jack Jack anything. Jack is just on her back like, all right, bitch, we're done with this. But yeah, they eventually make it to the house. And Nicolas Cage is going crazy. Not, But before he goes crazy... For some reason, because Benny and mm. fucking Nair, uh, what's her name? Lavinia. Lavinia. Oh, they're gonna. Escape. Lavinia. They're finally going to leave, but their horse leaves, and they're like, "What are we gonna <laughs> do? L- uh, walk twelve miles?" And I said, "Yes." Yeah, just do it. I would walk Get twelve out. miles. Yeah. Would I mean, you? Yes, if it, opposed to staying here. Yeah. Also, they should have jumped on the horse when it started acting stupid, because everybody knows that the animals are no. sensing. I was like. It's going to fuse with the girl. Oh, I thought the horse was yeah. going to fuse with the girl because she it saw pink in its eyes. Oh, it did? Oh, I didn't see the pink in the wow, horse. Wow, Kelly eyes. wasn't. I saw them, attention. but I thought the horse was just freaking out because. This is unprofessional. Very unprofessional, Kelly Green. That's why you have to watch the movie several times, which I will never, ever watch this one again. Damn! <laughs> the creator is listening to this podcast right now. Well, consider it good because it traumatized me, which I'm sure. Honestly, be... some good movies I don't have to see again. Yeah. Like Hereditary was a good movie. Don't need to see it again. Don't yeah, need to see it again. Sometimes you get traumatized, and that's like a good thing, I guess. When they're like, oh, I guess we're gonna do something, mm-hmm. the boy's like, wait, I can hear Sam, Sam the, the dog well. in the well. Let me go get it. And then the sister fully goes, it's just a dog. And that's when I was like, yeah, get the fuck out of there. But he has this brilliant idea to climb down the well. He says to her, oh, I'm just bring the dog up on the fucking string in the well. I was like, why you it was stupid what 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 was what were you gonna do with the dog when it got up there you have to leave anyway so yeah how are you gonna put the dog he gets shocked by the pink light and fused into the well benny is now one with the well yeah um so great which i wish we got to see because we just see a bright light and she like turns away and that's when nick cage grabs her and brings her in the house and locks her home yeah he's like just yelling at her calling her a dumb fat ugly bitch so (laughs) this So this is why I was going to say, 
I really feel oh, like Oh, he's his talking more like Donald Trump, yeah. Yes, he's talking more like Donald Trump, and you have to come home when you're a family. But also, I felt, from a movie perspective, that it felt like The Shining. So, if you've ever seen The Shining, the dad, there are hints along the way that he may not be a perfect dad, but we don't really dig into it. There's something that happened to the boy's arm, yada yada. But... Of course, when he completely turns, you're like, oh, okay. And then it makes you think, was he this all along? Or did the house make him crazy? And that's what I Yeah, was he notes. always this aggressive? Were they always... Or were yeah. we just misled in the beginning? I, it was just... I, and that's what I can't tell because the pacing of this movie is so weird. Even yes. before the meteor hits. I was like, what is this what pacing? Is so he locks her in the room with mommy. With the mom. And oh my God. <laughs> the mom is now moving. Mm-hmm. On her, she's got like she's she's on all she's on six appendages, I think. Mm-hmm. Walk like running around, it's disgusting. It's so That's the only thing I can think of to describe this is it's fucking disgusting. And she is hungry. She's attacking Lavinia. She's like jumping on her and talking about. He her. says that. Yeah, yeah. Feed your mother. Well, he yeah. says feed your mother, but she's jumping on Lavinia and saying, "I'm hungry, Lavinia." So. Next. So Ward comes to the house. With the cop. With the sheriff. With the sheriff. And then they knock on the door and um, homeboy Nick Cage is looking really rough. rough. Talking crazy. Talking to himself. He's scratching his arm and he's like, come on in. It's okay. Hey, does this mean he's just already dead? Like, it really doesn't matter? I don't know. But anyway, so he comes in. They come in and they're like, where's your wife? And he's like, she's right there. Nobody's there. Everyone's there. He was like, the whole family's here. And they're like, Mm -hmm. okay. And then we hear lasagna screaming. (laughs) And they go up there and they bust in. And that's when we see more of the mother slash Jack. Yeah, they look crazy, and you're you're thinking, oh my god, because she gets shot in the head, but it turns out that Nick Cage shot her in the head. Which, why didn't he do that a long time ago? Yeah, before she was all crazy, and then shoots the Jack in the head, too, which is just, he's just a face on the back. Yeah. Uh, pretty horrific. It's awful. How, what, what, what emotions were you feeling in that scene? Uh, disgust. You know what, I can't even say I was feeling sadness because the disgust really overrode that. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't feeling sadness. <laughs> the whole time since they fused, I was like, please, me kill and Kelly it. were like, kill them. Kill them, please. Put them out of their misery. Put me out of my misery by just killing them. So, a little relief, actually. It's very relieved. I said, like, get them out of here. It was so hard to watch Ooh. them. And they're like, the whole time, they're like, we can get them out of here. And I said, and do what? And do what? Where are you going to take your screaming melting mom mom son mom son that's what they sound like no that's what you sound like when he hits that second hole oh my jeez no the cat (laughs) (laughs) so yeah the dad comes in murders them and he's like that's not my wife or my son (laughs) and then he leaves and they pick up the daughter because she can't walk but then they're leaving Nick Cage is pointing the gun out to the well, yeah. but the sheriff thinks he's pointing the gun out at Ward, uh, Ward carrying uh, lasagna, and then he, the sheriff shoots Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. But suddenly, she... lasagna can walk now, and yeah. it's like, Dad! <laughs> I'm gonna die here. We're all gonna die here. Yeah, I'm just gonna stay here. Yeah, she Bye, Ward. Up. She really did. So, she's over it, and Ward is like, I'll come back for you, but they know they need to go... They decided they need to go check on Ezra. And to make honest- sure he's okay. Yeah. Honestly, I figured either Ezra has got the stuff to stay through with all, or he's already dead. But we went anyway to be good Samaritans. 
So they go to check in on Ezra, and he's not okay. Like he's no, he. I think he looks pretty much dead, but he, yeah. I see his body breathing, and I don't know if that's uh, just a continuity error or. Yeah, I think we maybe shouldn't have seen or. No, maybe we should see it because it's like he's alive with the thing. Like he's. I don't know because he disintegrates and then there's just a big pink light that comes out and they they run out of the house. Which, by the way, Ezra's set design for his home, love it. It looks all kooky it and weird. Cool. I, I love it. He's got an elevator button thing on his front door. Yeah. Oh, but an important thing about Ezra's house, he's got a recording playing. He tried to tell them what was happening and he recorded himself saying more of what's happening, even though it got kind of crazy sounding in it. Yeah. It was still telling you like you, the you, you get his takes, last words. Yeah, which is basically the plot we're of this all movie. Die. Yeah. yeah. So they run, and then the sheriff gets eaten up by a tree real quick. Yeah, it just grabs him by the head, and then we see it all. It was actually a pretty gnarly death. Yeah, he, so. like, poking in the eyes. Yeah. And then, so, uh, what's his name? Ward. Ward. Takes Lord. <laughs> we thought his name was Lord. I was like, like, Farquaad or, like, the singer? Lord. He runs back to the house. He's trying to find Lavinia, but he finds Lavinia, but Lavinia is one with the pink. She is the pink. Isn't that the P-Valley thing? Anyway. I don't watch that show. She has submitted herself to the pink thing, and she's crying, and then he sees what the pink thing is, like, in his mind. It just mm-hmm. looks like a bunch of cells on a different planet, and he freaks out. And then, yeah, she just gets disintegrated Spirit, yeah. into this giant beam. Yep. If you play Pokemon Sword and Shield, it looks like those, uh, the raid dens. They look like that. You you don't know. Nope. But um, they look like those big things shooting out. That's what this looks like. It and looks then, crazy. And, and it then, makes, like, a tornado. Yeah. It's not a perfect, like, straight shot up. But, um, he's like, okay, I better leave. And he goes back into the house for some reason. And then we see Nick Cage is still alive. Oh, yeah. Nick Cage is still alive. And he's like, come on in. And then the whole family's in there alive. And, well, before, oh. wait, before, he's like, you're dead, Nathan! Yeah, so. but, but, no, the whole family's there except for... For Benny, he's part of the well. Oh, now. right. Benny's a part of the well. So the whole family's in there. So I guess they get to come back. But then Nathan's like attacking him. I guess the pinkness wants everything to become it. So it wants to kill him too. So he's like beating the crap out of him in the kitchen, trying to get him to. He, he's beating up Ward. Ward, sorry. Nathan's beating the crap out of Ward. Ward runs and goes into the cellar, which we saw earlier. Yep, yep. Uh, it was very important that we saw that in the beginning because uh, an hour and 50 minutes later, it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. He goes in the cell and basically a fucking atom bomb goes yep. off. <laughs> like the glasses of wine shatter in the cell. Nick Cage disintegrates, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Because everything just turned pink. And then it's the next day, and to Kelly's knowledge, it's snowing. <laughs> I said, Kelly, no, that is ash. I thought it was beautiful snow, and it had turned to winter. But, so he crawls out of the ash, and... Ward does. Ward, sorry, just You need Ward. to specify. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ward crawls out of the ash. This is probably why I didn't do that great in English class. They were like, explain more. And I was like, oh. Anyway. Yeah, blame them. Blame them. No, it's me. So Ward crawls out of the ash. And that, that's basically he the lives. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know what? I already told you about the dam. I, w- I was really, yeah, I guess they built, they, they built something there. I was really hoping that my early hypothesis was that they were actually hallucinating everything and that mm. the, you know, the pH level of the bad water was actually fucking with their heads. 
And I thought that the the husband was just going to kill everyone and that everyone would just see that. Which I would have loved that, too. That would have been a great ending. That would have been great. Of, like, Ward just finding them, like, all crazy. But no, it, it's just real goo. It all happened. Pink people. Everything's pink. What was your favorite part about this movie, Kelly Green? My favorite part, I guess, would be... It, it's what I thought was going to happen, um, which was them saving uh, the family. So Ward showing up to save the family because I mean I was no. wow Kelly. You're, I you're... mean I am glad that the black guy didn't die. Yeah, me but too. I it was like I thought it was over. Except then my favorite movement got ruined because she was so concerned about her freaky dad. And I was I was just glad to see. I wanted him to die. I wanted the family to die in the beginning. I was like, I think they're all going to die and Ward will survive. I, I did say that earlier. Yeah, and did. I'm glad it that, that right. did happen. My favorite part was probably the special effects. That was pretty good. Oh. I mean, there, there hasn't been a movie in a long time where I was just disgusted Ooh. by the, like, horrifying things happening. It was pretty gross, and it was believably gross, so I'll take it. And what's one thing you would change about the movie? One thing I would change is I would change the fact that they all died. I would save one of them, not the parents. Uh, Maybe, yeah, Benny. I would change the well. That was dumb. That was a dumb cop-out way to die. No, if we saw him get fused into the well, I want to see his face fused into the well. I want to see it. Okay. So you would rather a visual... No, I think they all... I think it was fine that they all died. I am totally fine with that. I would say just the acting, I understand, and the script dialogue for the actors. The story could have played out the same, but it was just the acting was a little... Well, Nick... I know, I understand. I understand they probably booked Nick Cage for this purpose to act crazy. No, what I'm saying is he can't act. He probably can, just not in the he way that's... It, I'm, I'm telling you, they probably asked him to overact um, for this. Yeah, that's what my boyfriend says, that they make him overact. But why? It doesn't make for a good... Because they because ever since the um, that one remake of that movie, the, the bees, not the yeah. bees, I think ever since that, they were like, okay, he needs to live up to that performance <sighs> and just be as camp. I can't, well, I can't deal with it. But okay, and well, what's the mom's excuse? Because she was a bit much. I think she needed to match his energy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's I throwing, think she needed to match his tomatoes. energy. She's got to act like that. Yeah. So I would change the acting. Would you survive this? Yeah, I'd left the first time pink stuff was happening that made no sense. Yeah. Yeah. I would have immediately left. I probably yeah. would have been bored and been like, oh, the first of all, I would not be I drinking drink for... I ain't, no, not tap water. I, I ain't drinking for no water. fucking well. <laughs> I'm not drinking from no fucking well. Yeah, I wouldn't be drinking. Dirty ass doo-doo water. Right, and it's just exposed, too. There's nothing like stopping the dirt. Maybe I'm too city for this. People do it, though, right? Drink from wells? Yeah, yeah. they do. I, that's not me. I'm not that girl. I love a good filtration. Yep, I need filtered water. So Bo- give me a bottle. It wouldn't Fuck the happened. environment. It wouldn't I'm just happened. kidding. Oh. Who would you... Not necessarily would you recommend this movie, but who would you recommend this movie to? I would recommend this movie to people who are okay with gore because, again, the special effects are pretty good. So if you don't, like, shield your eyes at that stuff and you want to see how far things can go, I would recommend that to them. Um, Preferably people who like gore and like horror but aren't too... They they can appreciate a movie whose script isn't good. Like, you can still have a good time. Drag them. No... 
You said they're sh- they're terrible at writing. <laughs> you can still have a good time though, like because don't you have like a favorite movie or a movie that you like that you know wasn't written well, but you'll watch it again and again. I don't know the ones that I like really love. I love, you know yeah. what I mean. I love those movies. Like X is a good movie. I really like because I care about the characters. Like if you write well, it means I care about your characters. This was a movie where I was like, bitch, kill them, <laughs> fucking kill these bitches. Well, like. Kill Bill. I love Uma Thurman in that fucking movie. Are you kidding me? So I love this movie called Original Gangsters. And I, the plot is a little dumb. The plot just doesn't, it doesn't feel realistic. And the acting, some of the acting is good. Some of the acting is not good. But I will watch it again and again. So what I'm saying is if you're not going to get hung up on the acting part of it, but you like the special effects and you just want to see a story get, get gory, a story get gory then go for it. I would recommend this movie to anyone who definitely loves body horror. Someone who doesn't get traumatized from mm. violence in like a like a family violence kind of thing. Okay. It was weird. Do do not smoke anything or ingest <laughs> anything that would get you high and then watch this movie. You will be so paranoid. Yeah. Other than that, um it was this movie was a trip. After it, I I needed to uh, sit down and just think about what happened because I could not just immediately go into this. So really, just psychologically, I was like the family. The family went downhill so fast, and I just I do appreciate that. That's kind of interesting to see because it it was I I wanted to see how can you get all these family members, and they did it. Jack was honestly a casualty. The youngest son, if he yeah, if, his, if he had better parents. Or better sibling. I mean, yeah, even in the beginning when he's, like, in, into shock, mm-hmm. the mother's like, can we take him to the hospital? And he's like, nah, that's not our way. Fuck that. That part. See, yeah, okay. So, see, there were little signs that really did make me feel like the dad is not good. Like, I don't think, you know, he would have murdered his whole family. But like I said with The Shining, I feel like we got little bits and pieces that made me feel like, mm, I don't know, he's probably not great. And that was one of them because he hadn't actually been hurt yet as far as we can tell. But he was like, I don't care. Jack's okay. Jack's not okay. A freaking meteor just landed in your thing and he's, he's he wasn't talking. The sun was not talking. Yeah. Was not moving. But, you know, so, yeah. I, I The parents, they need the better parents. That's my final thought. Um, watch this. Do you know what? If you don't know anything about this movie, and uh, you didn't watch it before you got to uh, to about an hour in, I would say you know watch this movie and uh, do not eat Mm-mm. anything during this movie, especially um, nothing pink, nothing pink, nothing, nothing gooey. yeah, nothing gooey. Uh, probably no meat. I would not Ugh, eat meat. No meat. Uh, watching this movie. Um, other than that, I, it was still enjoyable. Yeah. Like I enjoyed the I'm terror. Not sorry, I did it. I I was just mortified <laughs> with what I was watching because it was nothing like I was expecting. I th- I thought I was gonna expect like a camp Nicolas Cage movie, which it was camp in some aspects, but then it got terrifying yeah. real quick. What do you? What was uh, your favorite kill in this movie? Okay, so my favorite kill... Or death. Was, kill death. The favorite death would be Lavinia. Lavinia's was pretty... Cinematic. Cinematic, yeah. Like, she just fused with it, she turned into it, and then poof. So I thought that was pretty cool. I I would say, the just because how horrifying it was, probably the mother and okay. son. Honestly, the movie could have done without Benny. 
I think it, because he disappears for most of this movie, and it still would have been the same. You could have built up more of a relationship between the youngest one and the daughter, mm-hmm. or not at all. Or had them more incorporated so you got to know them a little bit more instead of yeah. just Benny, like, disappearing. I think this movie does rely too much on uh, references. Like you said, The Shining, I think, is a reference. I would say The Thing is definitely a big reference to The Fly. You know, a mm. lot of things like that. So, Invasion of the Body Snatchers in a way of just, like, people acting... But for one thing, you know, I said the parents were cliche horror parents, blah, blah, blah. The cops are not cliche horror cops. They, they actually, they, like, they came in and they were like, okay, we're here to help. Yeah, something's weird. Yeah, mo- most cliche horror cops are like, we are, we don't care and we're going to die immediately. Yeah. Well, well, he did die he did, quickly, he, but he, it wasn't his fault. Yeah, he just got snatched the fuck up yeah. when he was trying to leave. Kelly, where can we find you? You can find me at Kelly Green Ivy on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. I bullied Kelly into changing their name because I was like, we can't do Kellogg 2187 <laughs> beep or beep. So now it's a lot simpler. Thank you. I appreciate that because it makes sense. Um, also, my author link I'm hoping will be put in your description. It's already in the last one that we did. All right. So then you can just check out my author link on the last one we did. Anyone? I, I mean, I'll put it in this one too. Oh, that's it. That's it. All right, and I'm Tara Card. That's T E R R A H C A R D. You can find me under most platforms under that name. You can find this podcast on Twitter at Stay on the Line TC, on Instagram Stay on the Line Podcast, and on Facebook at Stay on the Line. And you can also join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash stay on the line, which I'm going to read our highest tier pee-pee-poo-poo people. So, I have to lean in just a little bit just to get a little sensual. Mm. Can't help me. This is very serious. Okay, so we're going to give a shout out to Caitlin B at our pee-pee-poo-poo tier. We also have Willa Whisper, Kiki, Rock R., Keith W. Pobre, as well as Zincat, Coronation, Winnie, and Rebecca Carlson. So if you want to be like them, make sure you head over to patreon.com forward slash stay on the line and you can join the pee pee poo poo tier for $7 where your name gets read on the podcast and you also get to determine which commentaries we vote on for our commentaries of the month. We just had one for the thing where I think our next one is going to be your next, which that will be fun. They voted on that, so... Nice. And Kelly's like, that doesn't sound like what I want it to be. Um, <laughs> you're not going to like that. It's, you're not going to like that. If you didn't like this movie because of the gore, you're probably not going to like that movie. At the poo-poo pee-pee tier and the Miss Carter tier, you will get the video edition of the podcast in full length. You will also get ad-free versions. You also get the podcast a day early. You will get a lot of things in video bonus content like sewing blogs and such. And then even at just just $1, y'all, you can support the podcast for just $1. If you head over to Patreon, you will still get the commentary track and you'll get the audio version of the podcast early. So, and ad-free. I think that's a pretty good deal. I think it's great. All right, Kelly. Well, do you have anything else to say? No. I hope you all have a great day. Hit the G-spot, baby. <laughs> Until next time, my name is Tara Card. And I'm Kelly Green. And make sure you stay on the line. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>